This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. Do you have a PC Optimum card? 18 million Canadians do. And speaking personally, it's the most worthwhile loyalty rewards card I have. But there are lots of issues raised by their new offering. So the company is testing a new way for it to profit from the consumer data it collects from you while making it worthwhile for you the customers. And at least that's what they're saying. So here's how it would work. Cardholders will be asked if they want to receive online ads that Loblaw itself will put across the internet based on their shopping habits. In exchange, members will get rewards points for each ad they see. Now, if you have the card, you already get email pitches offering extra points for buying more bananas or more dish soap. And the difference is now that you would get those ads, but not just on an email that you've signed up for, but on a news site or a health site or any place you happen to be spending time on the internet. Uh, And you know, Zoomers spend a lot of time on the internet, contrary to some myths, and company executives from Loblaw are promising that we won't have to do anything or buy anything or even click on anything. If you agree, just seeing the ad is going to be enough to get you extra points. So what do you think? Is this a good idea? Would you sign up for it? Or, or uh, does it uh, seem a little creepy? The number's to call 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740. And right now we're going to Riley Stevens, who is the retail prophet. Hello there, Riley. Hi, Libby. How are you? Fine. How are you? Great, thanks. So what do you think of this new offering? You know, I I look at this offering and I I feel like it's a little bit of a missed opportunity. And the reason I say that is because, as you mentioned, Loblaw has lots of data and they've been using this data or they have the opportunity, I should say, to use this data to really make an impact and to really provide us as the consumer with a lot of value. Uh, This just feels a little bit transactional to me. So when I look at what they're doing, it's really leveraging the data that they have And just sort of capitalizing on, we're not going to really provide you with any value other than seeing the advertisements that you already see through email and that you probably, for products that you probably already buy. Um, So, so it feels, it just feels a little transactional to me. Well, yeah, except uh, it's an opportunity for them to make more money because I guess they will be paid for those ads. Yeah, absolutely. I can imagine that they are going to brands, you know, that they sell in stores and approaching them with this new opportunity and saying, listen, we've got people who we know are shopping for these products. And I think that the offering for them is to see how impactful those advertisements are, meaning are people actually likely to buy more products if they see advertisements on on multiple websites that they visit? Um, So they'll be looking at that and analyzing that data with those brands that are, are paying them to use this service. 
Uh, I have a question that's slightly off topic because sure. I already like most people and people, hey, feel free to call and talk about this. I'm sure we all see and are followed around the Internet by enough ads already. Mm-hmm. But some sites have a lot more of them than others. I mean, I spend a lot of time on new sites. So certain sites don't want to name any Toronto Sun have a huge <laughs> amount of them all across the top, all down the side where a lot of other uh, sites have kind Kind of fewer, they're either across the top or mm-hmm. less down the side. Why, why would some have more than others? Well, and, and I think that you—that's a really great point, right? We we don't, as as consumers, as people, we don't want to see advertisements. It's it's intrusive. It interrupts our experience when we go to a website to look for information or to look for products. We're, we know what we're going there for. You know, we don't want to have our experience interrupted. So some companies recognize that and they really do a, a good job, I would say, of having that careful balance. For others that don't care and don't care to interrupt the experience, it's a, it's a big opportunity then for them to make a lot of money from selling this ad space because they know that people are going to be there, they know people are looking, and they can capitalize on it. Okay, so it's the site itself. Yes, in, in most cases, yes. Okay, so if Loblaws uh, puts ads on... A newspaper site, for instance. So both Loblaws will make money and the newspaper will make money, correct? That's correct, yeah. Uh, it's, it's interesting because even the way those things work now, they have information, but some information. One of the things that strikes me, because I, I am subscribed to this, you know, uh, they know what groceries we buy or some of the groceries we buy because they aren't all from there. And I would imagine they know that, say, we're a two-person household that eats healthy. So I, I keep wondering, you know, we buy a tub of sour cream, and that's going to last for quite a while in my household. <laughs> so why the next day are they offering me extra points to buy another tub of sour cream? It, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. I, I couldn't agree more. And I think that this is the day and age that we're living in where everything is so hyper-personalized. Everything is so relevant to us, right? I feel like sometimes I, I think something and then the next day I see an ad for it and I think, how, how did they even know that I would be looking for that product or for that trip or whatever it is? And I think that the key here is that advertising needs to become more contextual. We need to have things that make sense or that are in the right place at the right time for it to be effective. So I think that that will be a struggle for them. And, I, and I'm curious to see how it works out and how this pilot pans out for them because it does feel that if I'm already buying these products, if you're using my, my buying history to serve me advertisements, is it really gonna, is it really gonna change my behavior? Yeah, I mean, and, uh, the other thing is, so, uh, frankly, I'm confessing here, I, I do a fair amount of window shopping on the internet, and I find that it stops me sometimes from doing actual shopping. So I look at things that I don't buy, and they keep following me around, and I'm thinking, I've already decided not to buy that. I looked at it. Why are you Why are you bugging me with it? That's exactly it. And that goes back to this idea of interrupting the experience. So really and truly, I think that there, the, the way that this will hope, hopefully start to, to work is that companies will need to realize they need to be providing real value to their customers in order for them to give up their, their data and their information. And I think that will be something that they'll have to, to work through during this pilot as well. Okay, Riley, hang on. I'd like to take a call from Dave in Niagara Falls. Hi, Dave. Hello. Thanks for taking the call. You're very welcome. So what do you think? 
I have a PC Optimum card, and I've uh, maxed out the the top maybe 20 times already since I first got the card. Uh-huh. You're getting the uh, rewards. Yes. Yeah. But I try to use it extremely wisely. I, I Advertisements are great, but I'll only look at that which I, I need. I won't. It, it doesn't affect my wants. Well, exactly. But what do you think of the idea that that those things that say they send you, you probably get an email saying your your offers are ready, load your offers or whatever. What do you think about seeing all those things when you're uh, surfing the internet for other reasons? Um, I ignore them most of the time if it's not relevant to what I'm doing. And I think that's where, where there are a few that may be very disciplined and say, no, I'm, I'm working on A, not on what, what they're advertising, and ignore it. If, um, if it ever became so annoying that you couldn't shut off the advertising, I would drop the card immediately. Um, I don't, it's just like operating systems that start repairing themselves while you're in the middle of a project. It well, bothers me. Well, and, uh, you'd thing, have to I, sign up for this. Presumably, you could opt in or opt out of this, but it, would it be worth it for you if you're getting extra points to have ads I, pop up when you're reading something else? I think so. I'm a senior that's really having a tough time financially, and I'm back in university. So every penny counts. And from that perspective, I'm willing to look at any opportunity to save me a, a buck or two because it all adds up. But I have the wisdom to say, sorry, it's not relevant, goodbye. And I would put the card to bed or else disconnect myself from that offering that, they, that they've mentioned. Okay, Dave, thanks for that. You're very welcome. Have a great day. Okay, thanks. Okay, I'm going to give the numbers out again. I'd like to hear from you. I know a lot of you hold that card, the PC Optimum card. Would you give them permission in exchange for extra points? And we don't know how many extra points. I'd like to see how much they're offering to follow you around the internet when you're reading about your health, when you're reading about news, when you're reading about any number of things. The numbers to call 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-8. 866-744-740. And Riley, are there privacy issues involved here? It's a great question. Uh, I don't think with this particular pilot, there are privacy issues per se. And the reason I say that is because if you are a cardholder, you've already given up your information, right? So I wouldn't say there are any additional privacy implications here. What I would say is that we do know that privacy is top of mind for a lot of people right now. A lot of people are nervous. They see this, that, you know, privacy breaches are happening. Um, but as a result, businesses are tightening up their security. So, you know, I would hope that Loblaw, obviously, as a large organization, would use this as an opportunity to also tighten up their, their security and to look at um, what, what IT security they have in place currently. Mm-hmm. Is this a matter of having to find the right price? Like I said, we've seen this is going to be an offering. We're going to get extra points for doing nothing, just allowing this to follow us around. But we don't know how much. I mean, is there a price where, you know, we heard our last caller say he's tight financially. Sure, if he can get some extra groceries for for this, he's game. But is there a price point? I think that it really comes down to exactly that. It comes down to, are you willing to be given out, be given or served up advertisements just to save a couple of dollars? And again, we don't know 
how many points will be given. We don't know if we see pre-roll on video content, if that will mean that we get more points for this. So once those things become clear, I think people will, will fall into two camps. I think there will be people who will say, sure, why not? I like to save my money. I like points. I'll do it. I think that when we look at how this is going to, going to affect building a long-lasting relationships with Optimum, I don't see this as being like a super loyalty play. I see this as being, again, very transactional. And sure, there will be some people that will take part in this experiment and be the lab rat, if you will. And there will be people that will say, no, absolutely not. So I don't know what that price is, but I think that those they will be people will fall into two very distinct camps when it comes to how they how they view this pilot program. And the other thing, you know, we were talking about how some of those ads really are pointless and don't make sense if you think about it. Is it a matter that they have to develop better algorithms uh, to know to send me uh, points for sour cream when they think I'm running out of it, not when I've just bought it, or? It- you know, how is that going to happen? And is that going to be like, uh, you know, uh, Big Brother to a certain extent? You know, why should PC Optimum know when I'm running out of sour cream? Well, it's funny that you mention it because technology is advancing in a direction that is actually going to be doing exactly that. So things like, and I think this is the reason why Loblaw is also trying to leverage their loyalty program to really learn as much as they can about their customers. Because pretty soon, you know, with the Internet of Things and some of the technology advances that we see coming, it might be that your fridge is My fridge will know. I don't mind if my fridge knows. (laughs) I'm not sure I want Loblaw to know. (laughs) There you go. And then when you run out of sour cream, Loblaw might know and be able to send that to you before you even realize you're running low. So it's these But will my husband remember to pick it up? (laughs) (laughs) Well, then that that solves that problem. You don't even have to worry. No more fights about that, right? So it's, uh, yes. Here, it, it will become more and more smart. Our devices will be connected and we will have more of an opportunity to um, really not have to think about any of any of these and the replenishment of, of our products and our food, especially. Okay, so I guess, uh, are you saying that the bottom line on this, uh, this is another thing to let them make some money from us, but it's, it's not going to be any kind of killer app? I would say that it's a pilot and they're, they are trying to, uh, first and foremost, collect data and secondly yes make some additional revenue if they can that's what it that's what it seems like to me and anything else you would like to leave us with on this i think just to wrap up on privacy uh the privacy issue is not much of a concern i think here uh, so if anyone is concerned they have stated that they aren't going to be selling the information to third parties and i really just see this as being as i said before maybe not a, a long-term, uh, long-lasting customer relationship play for Loblaw, but definitely uh, something that people might be interested in if they do feel like they want to, you know, earn some extra points when we know what how many points that actually means. <laughs> okay. Riley Stevens, the retail profit. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you, Libby. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.